This is the, the Youth, the down, youth, south youth podcast. down South Podcast. The Youth Down South Podcast, a show for youth leaders and young adults. Hey, listeners. I am so excited to tell you about our upcoming Territorial Youth Institute for 2022. It's going to be held at Camp Walter Johnson from July 25th through August 1st. This year, the theme is Rise Up! Unashamed, unafraid, unstoppable. The registration goes live at the end of April. Make sure you keep your eyes peeled on our social media. Hope to see you there. Well, hey there, listeners. This is Jesse Fagerstrom. And I'm Caleb Blount. And you are listening to the Youth Down South podcast. How you doing, Caleb? I'm doing even better than I thought I was doing because you're kind of giving us a jingle there. I'm working with how on you it, said. man. You, yeah, I know you've uh, been no, talking no, no, about no, no, a jingle no, no. and it seems like it's on its way. I don't <laughs> it know is. if it's totally there yet. Yeah, we're still, we're Maybe, still tweaking. Yeah, we're, still taking, some, we're taking feedback. You know, yeah. yeah, you might need to go sit in front of a piano for a little bit and just kind <laughs> of work out, out the intonation there. Just getting the, no, it was great. But hey, you know, Caleb, I'm I'm stoked because we're actually... In our third month of the podcast, we just have started our third month of the podcast. And tell us about what we're going to be looking at this month. So this whole month is devoted to our third major pillar, and that is the leadership development pillar. Sweet. And our leadership development pillar is a little different than our first two pillars, evangelism and discipleship, because within the leadership development major pillar, we have two major goals. Uh, and so for those of you who are kind of catching up to this whole conversation we've been having here, we have unveiled and are going to really launch fully at Equip our raised strategic plan for youth ministry. And we have these major pillars. And so we're coming now to our leadership development major pillar, which is like one of the big building blocks for our plan. Yes. And again, within that major pillar are these two goals that we're going to discuss and to talk about those two goals and the strategies that uh, come alongside those goals, we brought in the two very best people we could think of. Not one, but two people. Two people. So this is, you're getting two goals and two guests for For the the price price of one one podcast. That's exactly what I was thinking, man. It's a twofer today. (laughs) Buy one, get one free. And so you're welcome, listeners. (laughs) And I'm going to say you're welcome again because, again, we've got the two very best people we could have to do this with, and those are our friends, our comrades, our bosses, (laughs) Majors Tim and Cheryl Gillum. Hey! Hey, Hey, podcast world! (laughs) And they're just, they're like old pros at this podcasting thing now. They sure are. Because we had an episode with Major Tim, an episode with Major Cheryl. And now, now we, we have them one. together. We are together. Yes. And if we had the rest of our department here together, we'd become Captain Planet. So, I think that's how it works. <laughs> I, I mentioned to Major last time how awesome he looks in his earphones. I think we got we got, we got got two awesome looking people in front of their podcast mics here. I think they <laughs> man, need like DJ names or something. Whenever I'm having a bad day, just coming around you people. Man, it's awesome. Thank you. Oh, well, Such and... encouragement. You might be lying, but thank you. <laughs> yeah, you'll take it. No, you'll take it. no bad days at Territorial Headquarters, you know. The <laughs> sun's <laughs> always shining here. Jesse, I am going to interject. We actually do have our DJ names. You have DJ names? Tell me. I'm T-Dog, and that's C-Money G. 
T-Dog and C-Money G. You've heard it here, folks. I'm not sure that Major should have interjected. (laughs) (laughs) Strike that one (laughs) from now on. These are their names. Those are great names. We were DJs back in the 1970s. Oh, man. You're spinning records. Someone mute the man's mic. (laughs) (laughs) He just won't stop, huh? Well, well, we then, again, are with really pros, very seasoned pros, uh, to talk about our leadership development major pillar. Our leadership development major pillar, again, has these two goals. The first goal, as we all know here in this room, is to lead young people uh, and to develop them to be our future leaders. And then the second part to that major pillar, uh, that major goal, the second major goal is to develop our current leaders for youth ministry. And so you kind of see why we have a two-part, a twofer here, because we're thinking in terms of our current leaders who are in youth ministry and how they can be continually developed uh, in their leadership gifts um, for youth ministry. And then we're also thinking about the youth that we are serving and ministering to and how they can be uh, at every step of the way developed as a leader. And that's from birth to 35 years old uh, within our department. So um, we've got uh, quite a wide range of leaders to develop there. And as we had these conversations across the territory with our ministry partners at different levels of leadership and in different um, locations, We had some strategies start to come out of those discussions, some things that um, just seemed like we kept coming, uh, kept running into as key pointers for succeeding at this whole developing leaders thing. And uh, we'll start with our leadership development strategies for developing current leaders. And our first strategy for developing current leaders is adapting. Uh, And so when we say adapting, what we mean is that we always want our leadership development to be continually improving, continually changing, adapting with changing times in an ever-changing society. Uh, As new leadership insights come, we want to be providing our leaders with current leadership development training and materials. Um, Because one of the things that's um, not entirely unique to youth ministry, but certainly a big part of youth ministry is that if anything's always changing, it's our youth and the youth culture that they are um, uh, immersed in. So we want our uh, youth leadership training to be developing and changing and adapting also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if we, if we don't adapt, we cease to exist. And so mm-hmm. whatever is happening in the real world in real time, we, we have to make adjustments. And uh, COVID taught us that lesson big time. When the church doors were closed because of the pandemic, we had to look elsewhere to congregate. And so we did that online through Zoom and through web-based platforms. And so as we think about youth ministry, we have to think about things that are web-based, that are based in some type of a a video format so that we can connect and and we can be relevant. Or, like I said earlier, if we don't adapt, we we cease to exist. Mm. That's a good place to put in a plug major for Equip Online um, and this new leadership development platform that we are launching at Equip. 
which will be an online training resource for leaders. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And while methods may change and we have to adapt to those um, specific styles of those methods, the message does not change. Absolutely. And really what, you know, this is, this is not a new thing for the army and developing leaders. We're just highlighting it and saying that this needs to be an intention as we're moving forward, that what used to work, the method, uh, may not work now. And so we need to shift and, and I'm going to use a, a word that we used a lot during COVID, which was pivot, right? We mm. need to, we need to move forward in changing our methods, but definitely not the message and definitely not the way we prepare ourselves as leaders mm -hmm. in particularly spiritually speaking, um, <clears throat> that we need to go deep within ourselves. Um, so these styles might take a little, I mean, I'm, I'm just going to speak for myself. I mean, there are things technically that I definitely have, uh, it, it's not, it doesn't come easy to me, but if I really want to reach children, youth, and young adults for Christ, then I have to be willing to adapt to those different methods of getting the message out to them, right? Mm -hmm. um, yep. So Absolutely. Our next strategy is recruiting. You know, sometimes we can miss the opportunity to be a leader because no one's ever actually invited us to be mm -hmm. a leader. Right. And, uh, uh, maybe a core or um, uh, YPSM, someone missed the chance to recruit someone to do that. And then you have, you know, a missed opportunity there for someone's life to be enriched by enriching the lives of others. Yeah, I, I think the key to recruitment is relationship. And we've talked about that a lot in the youth departments, that our ministry is effective if we have vibrant, genuine, authentic relationship. And when people can trust us and we can trust each other, we want to be a part of what you're trying to uh, pitch or right. to be a part of this thing that you're talking to me about. And so if I can trust you and I'm in relationship with you, then it is easier to recruit. And it comes down to relationship. Mm -hmm. And everything we do comes down to our personal relationships. Absolutely. Then we have mentoring, where we believe that mentoring is a primary way of developing leaders. Uh, as you're saying, Major, relationship is so key in all of this, and there's really no clearer way of developing a leader through relationship than through mentoring and actually um, giving someone the opportunity to come alongside someone who's more seasoned to see how it's done and to be poured into and uh, then have the opportunity to actually implement a ministry skill while alongside someone who's uh, more experienced than they are. Yeah, mentorship was a really big thing for uh, our conversations with the Young Adult Forum. Mm. Uh, they were really m mentioning how important they feel it is in the field for folks to be mentored and to have uh, mentorship opportunities. So that's definitely something that in the upcoming program year, we're going to be looking at a lot more closely because um, that is very important. Awesome. Finally, for this uh, major goal within the leadership development pillar, we have regular. Uh, someone that always comes to my mind when I think about this strategy is actually my grandfather, um, who has uh, been promoted to glory. But when um, he was alive, even the week 
that he was promoted to glory, he was taking classes at a community college uh, in Photoshop because he always wanted to be developing himself wow. and mm-hmm. just loved learning, loved continuing to enhance his skills mm-hmm. and his interests. And I just think of him whenever I think of the strategy because we we none of us want to get to a place where we feel like we've you know exceeded uh, our need for further development. Absolutely. And we want to have regular leadership development opportunities uh, and to be um, just embracing mm-hmm. a culture of personal development. Well, and actually, if we get to that space in our head that we've already arrived or that we've already done as much as we can, we become become stagnant Mm -hmm. and we're not relevant and we're, you know, we don't, we're not going to have the influence, I think, that God wants us to have. So we always have to have that mindset of continuing to learn, to push ourselves beyond uh, what we already are. Yeah. And when I think of regular, I think of being consistent, Mm -hmm. that you haven't arrived at a certain place, but it's consistently looking to learn and get better and to continue to strive for excellence in a standard that is that is very high because that's the standard of the kingdom. Mm-hmm. The, the kingdom Absolutely. of God is a very high standard. And so um, we, we continually strive to get there and we are consistent. We are regular with mm-hmm. our, our disciplines and with our learning and with our opportunities. Absolutely. And as a department, we're committing to this strategy by, again, creating Equip Online, by having Equip every other year, and by participating in and encouraging local training to be mm-hmm. ongoing, whether that's at a divisional or at a core level. Mm-hmm. Well, those are the strategies for our Uh, leadership development goal for current leaders. And that brings us then to our next part in our leadership development major pillar, which is youth leadership development, developing our youth to be leaders um, in whatever stage of life they are in. And the first strategy that we have within this part of the major pillar is practiced. Uh, It's one thing to just provide the information, but quite another to actually give a young person Um, boy or girl, young man, young woman, the opportunity to actually put into practice some leadership skills. Yeah. Cheryl and I are very blessed to attend the core we do on a regular basis. And in our core, our core officers are enlightened enough to see the value of young people leading in our worship. Um, On a regular basis in our core, our, our, our core dance group is led by teenagers. Mm-hmm. Teenagers are often sharing their testimony, reading scripture, leading a congregation that has several commissioners sitting in it, leading them in prayer. So our young people are given an opportunity and given a platform to lead as well as to be taught. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is so much what we believe. And, and, and actually, that's how we grew up, um, you know, with Young People's, uh, was it YPL? Young, Pe- young People's Legion is what they used to call it, right? But it's where you set aside time f- to cultivate that leadership within um, your our youth group. And uh, we're seeing that to this day in various cores. But again, it needs to always be in the forefront because our children are not the children, are not the church of tomorrow, but they are the church of today. 
Um, and so we want to continue to help them to grow in that leadership uh, with guidance and with wisdom and, and with knowledge. And uh, that only happens if we're letting them practice it right mm -hmm. now. We have so many great opportunities for ha having them practice that, whether it's core cadets. Yeah. The Absolutely. L and bold is leadership. It is. Yes, it is. Uh, and also camp, another great opportunity. Mm -hmm. Salvation of Service Corps, That's another right. great opportunity for practicing leadership skills, uh, and many, many others. And these are all ways that the territory, as well as the divisions in the field, are are willing to pour into our young people. And we want the the mindset to be that these are leadership opportunities, mm. right? They are to build and equip this generation um, to speak out the gospel, the gospel message, and live it out right now where they are and give them the tools that they need to be leaders and influencers uh, in their own sphere uh, of community and influence. We make a big mistake if, if we ever have the mindset that the same Holy Spirit that speaks to and through adults mm. doesn't speak to and through our young people. The Holy Spirit is active in our young people's Amen. lives, and we have to make sure that we provide uh, an opportunity for them to share what the Holy Spirit has poured in into them. So, Absolutely. Next, we come to supportive. So we've talked about how we want our young people to have the ability to practice leadership skills, but at the same time, we don't want to make the mistake of putting everything on our young people. No. You know, in some core, sometimes we can run the risk of seeing our young people as the primary leader for something when really they still need to have a more supportive approach. Mm. Yeah, we, we certainly need to be sensitive uh, to where they are in their walk. Uh, you're not going to go to most core and see a nine-year-old core sergeant major. They're just, they're, they're just not ready for that, right? They would be, he or she would be the cutest core sergeant That's major. That's absolutely true. They would. But we, we have to be sensitive to where they are, and we have to support them and help them along the way as they grow and mature. So you're exactly right. And hey, it takes a village, you know? Yeah. Doesn't right. it? It takes a village. It sure does. And speaking of our village, the village that we inhabit as a Salvation Army is one that you find people of so many backgrounds within. And one of our most important strategies, and really a strategy for everything, whether it's youth leadership development or our current leader development or what have you, that we want to practice is um, equal. The mm -hmm. strategy of maintaining an equal approach for everyone uh, so that no person is left out, uh, so that um, no one uh, experiences discrimination within the Salvation Army, uh, regardless of their race, color, sex, citizenship, socioeconomic status, or their or disability. Um, everyone should know that they belong, that there's real belonging in the Salvation Army. Absolutely. Finally, we come to our strategy expansive. So, Jesse, I think you're one of the best practitioners of this strategy, actually, oh. in my orbit, and that is... Your orbit? Yes. <laughs> is that something people, normal people say? No. Okay. Um, <laughs> there I go again. Um, well, one of the things that you do uh, particularly well, uh, particularly with your kids, is just mm. give them so many 
uh, opportunities to experience something new and not limit mm. them and not, uh, you know, put them in a kind of narrow um, mold of what a four-year-old might experience mm-hmm. and might be curious about and enjoy and right. learn from. And similarly, we want to have an expansive approach in our youth leadership development so that we really are thinking of a wide array of opportunities for young people to learn something, to, to grow through something, to to not narrowcast any person, mm-hmm. but to really embrace the amazing kaleidoscope of mm-hmm. God's creation and um, where we can go uh, when we encounter God. I think it's about seeing what it, who a child can be instead mm. of focusing on mm. who the child is today. Mm. Um, and I think in our core, we can do that by, you know, giving higher order responsibilities to young people and expecting something of them. Yeah. Um, so seeing who they're going to be instead of who they are mm-hmm. in this moment. That's good. Yeah. Again, I think we see that at the current core that we attend um, and it's exciting because not everyone um, is musical. Not everyone um, has an art kind of um, background or forte. And and so there's many opportunities for um, things like, again, when we shifted to online, um, there's a need to have some people back there producing all of that. And so we've seen that many young people have have gone into uh, being mentored in that way to help with the ministry of the online presence. And um, the AV production. Yeah. And I mean, that right there has, that's leadership skills that they're learning. And many times they've been on their own when there's been people absent on a Sunday or whatever. Now, always with some guidance, but truly they are the ones who are producing it. And so that's exciting to see because they're moving from this place of uh, mentorship into that leadership role, which will then equip them for the future to, you know, be able to do the same. It's it's this idea of pouring in so that they can pour into the next generation mm. and the next generation. And, and so it's a strengthening of who they are and the ability to show them maybe who they are when they didn't even think they could. Right. Yeah. That's so good. You know, and so I, I agree, Jesse, wholeheartedly. And, and um, we thank you for your example of uh, even in your own life of how you do that with your children. But that's what we need is more and more of these examples, right? And to do it at the local level. And if we say we don't have time because we're so busy, then we don't have time to build the future. Mm. Right. But I think the Salvation Army is uniquely positioned to expand the horizons of our young people. Um, to get out, outside of the walls of our core buildings, our, our kids have opportunities in the division, whether it's camp or other events um, through, through the arts or even territorially. We have great opportunities that go well beyond a young person's local community. So they can see a, a broader horizon and say, hey, this might be for me, or this might be where I fit in. Um, and so the Salvation Army just has incredible opportunities uh, to expand leadership opportunities. And so it's exciting. Yeah. Absolutely. It is exciting. And, uh, Major Sherwin, when you're talking about um, introducing a young person to even like AV or something like that, maybe think of a real example of that mm-hmm. in my life was one 
uh, Major Penhill, when he was a DYS uh, in Florida, gave me the opportunity to be AV at uh, Camp Keystone one summer. And then he brought Bernie Dakin to train me in that. And as um, someone, as an officer's kid who had just moved to a new city, it, AV then became a connection point for me into my local high school, mm-hmm. which then allowed me to build some community where I was, even make a little bit of money uh, working at some working some city events that were at our school. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to send Bernie or Major Peniel any of that money, um, <laughs> but. Uh, it wasn't very much anyway. So, but it still gave me this way to like connect with people and yeah. to give back and to use those. And those are skills I still use to this yeah. day. But it wasn't something that you might just naturally think of as a leadership development thing. Right. And but it was it, so and important it, for me. And it took a leader to speak that into you, just to give you that opportunity, right? Mm-hmm. And to see something in you that you didn't even know existed. Yeah. And, um, and so I think that we have to be intentional. Um, as we're um, pouring into our young people to ask God to help us to have eyes to see, you know, to go, oh, yeah, you have what it takes and we want you to start. That happened to me. I was deputy bandmaster at the age of 12. (laughs) Go, girl. (laughs) I mean, because someone saw something in me. I didn't see it in myself. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, that was a title that, I mean, you know, I didn't even know what it meant. Right. However, looking back, I'm like, wow, they had great faith in me. Mm-hmm. And actually, that's what helped to de- to develop me as a leader yeah. and why I'm doing what I do right now. So it wow. is so important that we're intentional with that. Yeah. Yeah. This leadership development uh, goal is so important to what we do. It yes, really it is. is. And um, I think that these um, strategies are so helpful in really doing that kind of leadership development well. And, you know, this is really, this is our last podcast where we're going to talk about uh, one of the major pillars of RAISE. Mm -hmm. And so it is in many ways a conclusion to this whole series about the RAISE strategic plan for youth ministry. We'll continue to talk about RAISE throughout Mm -hmm. the podcast um, in in the days ahead. But uh, since this is our final episode where we're looking very intentionally at the RAISE uh, major pillars. I just wanted to say that um, we are so appreciative of all the people who have informed this document and this yes. whole approach, uh, from our divisional youth leaders to the officers and other employees who have provided so much feedback and so much insight uh, in focus groups and conversations and emails to mm-hmm. our uh, TEC members and mm-hmm. our divisional leaders and their wonderful feedback. Um, this has been the product of so much collaboration, yes. and we really believe it's going to be a transformative approach for youth ministry for many years to come. Amen. We agree with that. Um, it takes um, more than just one voice. Like you said, this was collaborative. This was a collaborative effort. That is the kingdom, right, is collaboration, partnering with God to do more than we could ever think, uh, ask, or imagine. Mm-hmm. And so we're so grateful to those who have spoken into this project. Absolutely. And we are excited for what it's going to do across the field in in our department and other youth departments. And if you have any questions, any feedback, if you want more information, please turn to our website, youthdownsouth.org. Shoot one of us an email. Contact your DYS. Um, We are really energized when other people are also excited about this RAISE strategic plan. And Caleb. 
T-minus three weeks till equip, my friend. That's right. You do not want to miss equip. I mean, I, and our raise launch at equip. At equip, I'm tempted to like give away some of the surprises that we've got do baked it. into the cake Don't here. Don't do it. Don't I do won't. It. I won't. <laughs> Although they are, I, it's just so tempting right now <laughs> to just talk about the celebrities oh. that will be there. <laughs> to talk about, uh, you know, those celebrity athletes. Champions oh. of industry. Wow. I mean, who's who will be there? Who's, who's who? That's right. Yes. And um, the prizes, the giveaways. Oh, yeah. All the money we're going to throw at people that come. <laughs> and you know what? It's just going to be one big party. I yeah. I mean, that's just, that's the vibe we're working with this time around. Yes. We are just going to party. Party. Uh, and it's going to be, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. I was searching for a word that, might be like a trendy word today, and I came to nothing. I had no- <laughs> <You old man. laughs> I was left with just awesome, but it will be. It will be awesome. We'll have fun, and we hope that everyone that's listening to this will come. All of you. Registration is still open, so take advantage. Yes, please do. And before we close out, we've ended each of these episodes with a prayer from one of our majors, and both of you guys are prayer warriors. I just want everyone to know. I mean, you guys really. Uh, are a great example on that. Mm-hmm. So I don't even know who to pick in this one. I don't know if you want to like play uh, thumb war or <laughs> rock thumb paper scissors <laughs> or something. I'm okay, Major Tim. Major Tim will close us out with a word of prayer. Let's pray. Lord, these are exciting days, hmm. and when we think about all that you're doing. We just want to be a part of it. And as we think specifically about leadership development, we know that there's no future if we don't train leaders now. So for anyone and everyone who is listening to this podcast, we pray that your Holy Spirit would be poured into and over their lives. I pray that you would prompt us all to be recruiters, that you would equip us to have your vision as we speak to other leaders and we speak to young people who are being trained in leadership development. Lord, help us. Help us to be everything that you want us to be. So again, we are so excited about what your Holy Spirit is doing. And as Caleb says often in our department, we know how this story ends. We know that the church is victorious. And so we just want to be a part of that victory. And we want to be used in any way you see fit. So Lord, help us. We ask and we make this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Hello there, listeners. I am excited to talk to you about Equip Conference 2022. Our conference is happening April 25th through the 27th this year and will be focused on our raised strategic plan. We'll also be looking at the Orange Conference, which is occurring at the end of that same week. So come for both conferences here in Atlanta, Georgia. For more information and to register, please go to our website, youthdownsouth.org. We hope to see you at Equip this year. That's it for this episode of the Youth Down South podcast. For more info about the show, check out youthdownsouth.org. Cool, cool. Nice. I'm T-Dog, and that's C-Money G.